0: i'm looking for the ruby on rails podcast
1: (laughs) have you seen it (laughs) no not no not in a while
0: yeah twitter noticed uh my wife noticed Um, and now we're back we're back and stronger than ever it was even more happy new year
1: happy new year oh yeah we yeah we missed all the
0: holidays yeah well it was a every uh, major holiday holiday day it was a holiday. Yeah. It was an unannounced holiday hiatus starting after well, Thanksgiving.
1: See, <laughs> the way I look at it is, uh, in order to hit all of the major ones, we just had to take a really long break. So, uh, you know,
0: <laughs> just wait for just wait, just miss them all. <laughs> yeah, put them into one big bucket. We got all King's Day in there. We got Hanukkah
1: in there. I mean, we could have gone you all the way it, to we Easter. We got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: April first this year.
1: Yep, April Fool's Day. <sighs>
0: April Fool's Day. Well, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for thanks for coming back to reboot 2018. Stronger together,
1: together forever.
0: <laughs> uh, what have you been up to since uh, you know, four months ago? <laughs> it's been a minute.
1: Um, well, we actually I, we traveled a little bit. I saw you out in Ooh, Connecticut. That was a nice well, that's little true, nice little thing there. Um, yeah. you know, other than that. <laughs> Other than that, not, not too much. It's 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 uh, it's pretty cold here. Um, we got down to like the NIG 25, 26 before wind, so, you know.
0: That seems not Keeping that it seems real not
1: great. in North Dakota.
0: That seems not great.
1: Yeah, but we got to do a little traveling to like uh, Texas and Los Angeles, and I'm going to be heading up to Montreal pretty soon, so that's exciting. Haven't been there in a long time. What about you?
0: Um, let's see. Uh, I did a little bit of work. Uh, all of my children. Oh, well, yeah.
1: I mean, that's that's
0: that's. A, <laughs> I also worked. <laughs> I'm legally obligated to tell you we did a little bit of work. Uh, all my children got sick. Uh, every last one of them. It's great. Um, isn't it? during during the holidays. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Uh, you know, and at work we're uh, prepping for 2018. We're, we're ready to go. going to do this thing.
1: We've
0: got things to do, people to see.
1: So what's going to be the theme of 2018 for, uh, for, for GitHub or, or for you personally? Just, just do it. Just do that taken? I think it might be taken. Trademark. Right. We might have to bleep that one <laughs> later. That,
0: we, we definitely should bleep that. And it's then no so, one will have any
1: idea what we say. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant.
0: Oh I feel like I could solve most of my problems in real life just when by someone bleeping. was like,
1: Kyle, can you please explain
0: our strategy to us? Sure, I'd love to. It's just
1: and that's how we're gonna do it. <laughs> it's like the classic like I'm sorry what, I didn't hear you. Whatever whatever you I'll just do it again. Do, <laughs> whatever you do, don't hey man, can I borrow you for a second? <laughs> uh, that's funny. That, so that's, that's amazing. So, should we talk a little bit about 2017? Yes. You know, I, I, I thought it would be fun... Well, you suggested this, and I agreed that it would be fun to kind of do like a recap episode. It's amazing how little returns on google when you search ruby on rails year in review <laughs> yeah, you know what i was
0: actually so okay so i did that i went to rubygems.org and tried to like pull yeah, up like the pull most up popular blog, gems you're, yeah. no dice no uh all you know, same. I, I went through uh, ruby on rails blog and that had some stuff um, but it was it was kind of remarkable to me because i think that this is like very not scientific mm. i feel like ruby on rails content stopped in 2016 I think like people stopped writing about Ruby yeah. on Rails.
1: Yeah, well, so interesting that you say that because I kind of wonder if like, especially with the stuff in 5.1, are we sort of at like a turning point in Rails world? Uh, but yeah, I, I it, like if you go back through like the, like, uh, you know, Ruby on Rails, like the blog posts, I mean, it's all just like little minor releases and stuff like that. And yeah, there's not a ton of new stuff out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean five one and five two have some pretty juicy things in them. Five two's yeah. not all the way out yet, but like it's it's good. But like the the thing that I think you know DHH and crew are, are really doubling down on is just like yeah no we're we're boring. Like we're gonna pick some defaults for you to use and you can use them. So and th- and did then you just go like chance? build your app, please.
1: Yeah. So there was this. This was like almost a year ago now. Actually, that this someone asked this question, but it was about 2017. So I figured it was still appropriate and the question was what makes rails a framework worth learning in 2017 or yeah. put another way is it still worth it to learn rails and um <clears throat> there's a lot of actually really good answers to it but yeah dhh was basically like it's the same like the same reason it was worth learning in 2004 <laughs> And
0: so I read that because yeah. he sent it to me, and I oh, yeah. also read his blog post. I think he posted about five one coming out. I can't mm. remember exactly. And then I read about stimulus, which we'll probably talk about yeah. in a little bit. And I all I could leave those writings with is like. I wish I had the confidence this man has. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Like,
0: the way he writes, like, so, okay, let me be he's clear. Like, I feel like he's matured a lot in his writing because a lot of times he comes off very, like, my idea's right, your idea's wrong, like, yeah, get yeah. over yourself. No,
1: but this was, like, a really good article, I But thought,
0: this right? exactly. It's just, like, the answer was very much, like, it's. it was just so self-assured in a way that I am unconvinced I could possibly write about because <laughs> I am definitely the type of person, even with technology decisions, like, we'll be, like, um you know, we should really, we should really do GraphQL and everyone's like, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. GraphQL, GraphQL. <laughs> and then like, and then like, you know, a month will go by and, and someone will be like, um, well, I think GraphQL is the old thing. We should do this new thing. And i and my like immediate reaction is like, well, I should go learn new thing. Like I should make, make sure new thing isn't <laughs> yeah. better than this thing. And like, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and not give this like sort of immediate self-assured answer, which was basically like, JavaScript is repeating the sins of its father and (laughs) I am right. Join us. We've been right for seven years. Why? What's taking you so long? You know, and I'm being a little bit, uh, you know, over the top, but I, I just walked away from his answers like, damn,
1: that sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And like, especially with like the improvements, they like 5.1, I think is a bit of a turning point with the JavaScript support. Um, and yeah, I mean, If you look at like the, I guess like the web world, the internet as an industry, there's like so much that's written in Rails. So it's like, yes, you might wanna go work at the startup that is using the hot new, I'm gonna sound like probably really stupid here because I don't even know what the hot new thing is. I mean, maybe like (laughs) there's like new versions of React, that are like better somehow and lighter and faster and I don't know. But anyway, right. And so, but like maybe that's not, you know, I don't know. It just seems to me like that the industry has sort of dictated that like Ruby on Rails is like a really stable thing now and and it's powering so many like huge sites. You know, like why wouldn't, I don't know, why wouldn't you want to, it's totally worth it to learn it. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. It's just my opinion, man.
0: Yeah, so I feel like what it is is that, like... I think I think the thing that just you know displaced rails over time is potentially node right and I think node mm-hmm. is interesting because it's like it's young it's like running around doing its thing it's uh you know it's got a lot of community support it's easy to hack on or uh, allegedly yeah. and like so on and so forth <laughs> speaking uh, <laughs> about this by someone who has no
1: <laughs> node experience <whatsoever. laughs>
0: oh no I have I have experience attempting to hack into the node ecosystem <laughs> and I came out the other side like what oh, have yeah. I done I'm yeah. just covered in blood and uh, yeah. and i'm very confused but like my point being is that uh you know i think that the community gets bored and boring things don't uh don't sell i guess you know I like coffee that. script came out and it was the, it was the hot new thing and Hell then yeah. a year in a year and a half in two years in everyone was like wait why did i just do this you know mm-hmm. and i think that rails is basically just saying like yeah no there's probably some good ideas over there there's probably some good ideas over here but like we're following this very specific rule set, which is convention over configuration, and we don't want to offer all these other things. We want to offer one thing, and when we find it, we're going to jam it into Rails, and you're going to use it, and if you don't want to use it, that's fine, but like we're not going to let you start with Legos. We're going to like, you know, build you a, yeah. a, a small house using Legos and then you can change it if you want to. Um, which is just, which has just always been different. So, you know, I think that, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I hate indulging any of the Israel's dead conversation because I think it's basically pointless whether something's dead or not. It's not dead yeah. unless it's gone um, and nothing ever dies anymore on computer land. Uh, but, but it, you know, I, I, I do think that the, the community has matured a bit in the, the dearth of articles of like cool new projects in Ruby land in 2017 uh, or anything related to that was just pretty I don't know interesting to me I guess part
1: of it I think is that like rails has done such a good job of like solving mostly everything you know I mean like or at least getting you to a point where like now you have time to sort of tinker around <laughs> you know right. it's like oh well yes i could build an application in you know a week because of these uh, all these built-in conventions but why not like let's have a little fun <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and try us live dangerously to- <laughs> yeah, exactly but, so <laughs> what's yeah, my no. curfew i'm coming home later
0: <laughs> it's sort of so it's interesting because like so um uh rails uh let's see five two i guess mm-hmm. is uh in release candidate right now so five one came out last year Um, and 5.2 is in release candidate and um, one of the things that it brought in was something that is like interesting I think points. I think points this out pretty well is um, active storage. Okay, so, so like, I know
1: nothing about active storage.
0: <laughs> so you've probably used like Fog or Attachment mm-hmm. Foo or like Enter or Paperclip or oh, yeah. Enter in one of a million gems that are all trying to solve file upload. Yeah. And so eventually Rails is like, all right, well, listen, like everyone is doing a file upload now. When S3 came out, there's a million different cloud storage options. The hard part isn't where you put it. It's just like getting it in. You have to pick the most popular gem and so on and so forth. And so they like added in the ability to do uploads like baked into rails, you know, Mm. Um, and and like I think that, you know, there's an argument potentially here uh, to be made about bloat, but I think it fits into rails like core story, which is like we want to give you a set of things that are all going to work well together and yep. you can use them because every single app uses some sort of file upload. now. Oh yeah. I mean you even know to
1: like an avatar like what app doesn't right. have that. These and days?
0: so instead of like instead of going to Ruby Gems which generally is like a pretty it, it has a it only has a certain number of packages and so you have like a good opportunity of finding something that will work for you. Yeah. Or instead of being in Node Land where you go to NPM and you like know hypothetically this yeah. thing is called like file uploader <laughs> and so you search for file upload and you get upload file, uploader, file, <laughs> file, uploader, file, uploader, er, er, you yep. know, like it's a whole hot mess. And so I appreciate like them continuing to add that sort of stuff. And there's a whole bunch of other little like um, nice, you know, things that they've added in five, one and five, two, um, looking towards the future, but you know,
1: it, I almost see it like a little bit, like there's parallels to sort of like how Apple does its product development, you know, like they'll kind of wait for someone in, in a lot of cases, they'll kind of wait for someone to like break into, you know. There was a couple tablets before the iPad, and there was a couple MP3 players before the iPod, and maybe like a couple smartphones before the iPhone. And they kind of look and they're like, okay, yeah, I can see how other people are solving this problem, but we're going to really do it and bake it into our system so it's awesome. Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, there's a huge advantage to doing it that way.
0: Yeah. I agree. So Rails is alive. <laughs> we, we didn't kill it against Case our closed. best efforts.
1: All right, and we're out of time. So. <laughs> it's, at, where it's
0: at web scale. It, we're done. Facebook is powered by Rails. Breaking is, news. It, Breaking news. Is, is it really Zuckerberg? No.
1: <laughs> Isn't it all PHP <laughs> listen, or listen, your like that? Listen here, designer. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I know the friend is all React. So
0: Zuckerberg wants less time to be spent on the time the timeline, and so they just rewrote it into Rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doggy. Oy, oy, oy. All right, so listen, we have to come up with something so I can throw to our uh, mid-show ads.
1: Oh, like a catchphrase?
0: Like a catchphrase? Like um, a uh, like a thing? Here's
1: you know? Johnny. Here's that seems illegal. No, that's bad. Um, hey, is it time to go off the rails? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 doggy! There it is. That's, that's it. That's pretty bad. Hey, though. hey Brian. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to go off the rails? Uh, boy, do I. Who's this week's sponsor, Kyle? <laughs> We're definitely going to have to cut that and I'm going to add the ads later. No, here's what I envision. It'll be like, oh, yes, Brian, today I'd like to talk about insert sponsor here. And it'll just be a different voice. really good. We outsource that portion. So, yeah, let's cut out right now and hear from them.
0: This week's episode of the Ruby on Rails podcast is brought to you by rollbar so we all deal with errors errors in our applications errors in our mobile applications errors in our lives last one rollbar can't help you with but the first two it's going to be pretty good instead of relying on users to report your errors or digging through log files or tailing logs as things happen with rollbars error monitoring you get the full stack trace context and the user data to help you find and fix impactful errors fast you can integrate rollbar into your existing workflow you can send alerts to slack or HipChat, or you can automatically create new issues in Jira, Pivotal Tracker, or Trello. You can add the Rollbar Ruby SDK as easy as gem install rollbar. Start tracking application errors in minutes. There's a ton of cool features in uh, Rollbar's Ruby gem. The one that I'm most interested in is deep linking into your GitHub repos. So if you've ever seen an error with a traceback and you are uh, trying to figure out what exactly is going on, you can just link into your GitHub repo so you can click on the stack trace and go to exactly where you're going. Um, if you use any rack framework, you automatically get parameters Headers, session data, cookies, things like that. It supports queue frameworks out of the box, so Sidekick, Rescue, and Delayed Job. And you can also configure Rollbar's front-end JavaScript SDK without having to install it manually. We have a special offer for listeners. If you go to rollbar.com slash ruby, you can sign up and get the bootstrap plan for free. Rollbar is loved by developers at awesome companies like Heroku, Twilio, Kayak, Zendesk, Twitch, and more. So go to rollbar.com slash ruby, sign up, and get the bootstrap plan for free. Thanks so much to Rollbar for sponsoring the podcast. And now, back to the show. All right. So... Some of the cool things that have happened outside of 2017, but I've, I've been very interested in because as someone who very rarely writes JavaScript and attempted to write a node app last week um, using a framework one of my coworkers wrote called Probot, which is super slick. Check it out if you write little bots that attach to GitHub. It was pretty hilarious for me joining back in and. Uh, working with another one of my colleagues who is my product counterpart also in management, and so we're both a little bit rusty uh, behind the ears on the new stuff. So we go in we try to we try to build this app and uh, <laughs> not and, so. And, I mean it worked it worked but like uh earlier in the day uh another one of my coworkers um showed uh, an app that she wrote and she was like look and it's only like 10 lines and it does all this stuff <laughs> and, and, uh, me uh me and uh matt stand up and we show ours and it is like not eat, not gigantic. much more complex than hers, <laughs> but was at least like quintuple the number of code oh, nice. lines. So this this is a long segue to to something that DHH and crew announced, which was uh, Stimulus, mm-hmm. um, a new JavaScript framework, which kind of reminds me. Uh, ever so slightly about coffee script from a sort of like intention standpoint i guess like not its functionality they're they're not even near close but like the idea that like let's make it let's 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 not uh let's not put your chocolate in my peanut butter you know at all like let's kind of like make each thing do its own thing like we're rendering server side html period full stop and but we need it to have those those cool javascript uis you know and so we're gonna put yeah. in um, we're gonna p- put in a JavaScript framework that basically just does the old school um, uh, decoration, but following a you know MVC uh, uh, you know pattern. Um, have you ha- have you had a chance to like check this out at all? I'm sure you haven't used it, but did you you know go read about it? Yeah. And, and- so
1: it reminded me like it, visually, it looks. It reminds me of Paloma, which I've used in a, a, a project at work, which is sort of like a controller. Uh, framework for JavaScript so and that's like the only way that it reminds me of it because it's all very different than that but um, I love it I love the idea of it because it's sort of it's getting to that whole separation of concerns thing that like has been going on between HTML and CSS for a long time yeah and it's mm-hmm. and it's treating JavaScript like the um, like the behavior or or presentation layer that it is I guess. Um, which is, which I really like as, as someone who deals a lot with, I guess, like standards and, um, and semantics. Um, so yeah, it's, this is very exciting to me. Um, but I haven't gotten a chance to try it yet aside from their little demo on their page. Yeah. There's
0: no components. There's yeah. no,
1: no, it's like a total flip from shenanigans. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different than the react idea where you have, Here's, like, let's build uh, the ultimate Uber component that has all the different states built into it, and it's all managed inside that. This is a little bit more like, okay, we know the HTML that we need. Let's add a little bit of, you know, behavior to it and 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 make it really sparkle. Um, and so I like that. And I also like it from, a um, like, a progressive enhancement standpoint. Uh, the more that we rely on, you know, JavaScript to really be our front end for our applications. I think that gets into some, you know, dangerous. I mean, granted, 90 bajillion percent of, you know, people have JavaScript enabled. So in most cases, it's not an issue. (laughs) I also
0: read that Forrester survey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's an official statistic. Um, But no, it's I mean, it's good that they're even calling that out. Like if you read the documentation in in like their little handbook, it actually talks about like, you know, we can make this work very simply without JavaScript even working. Like, for some reason, if that were to happen, like, it's still, you know, I'm I'm just glad that they're kind of pointing that out, and that's actually a concern that they had. So, yeah. so it's all very encouraging to me. Um, I ran it by a couple uh, developers at work. And they
0: all loved it.
1: They were like, <laughs> well, I think that there's, and I, see, okay, I don't know all of, like, the gnarly history behind Turbo links, but that seemed to be a key word for people <laughs> that were like, oh, TurboLinks. <laughs> I remember back in the day I had horrible experiences with Turbo links, <laughs> And that was like, well, and then they were like turned off from the idea. I'm like, yeah, but I, um, I think it's better now. But so I don't know. Do you I mean, I feel like we probably used TurboLinks in the past, like me and you. Yeah. And then tried to do something. Related in jQuery and it didn't work and like that was and then we were like throw well, Yeah, hands but up that and was said, because we, turbo links because <laughs>
0: we were we were dumb
1: Well, no, that's that was the point I was getting at It's like it was probably more our fault than the than turbo Yeah, links. Yeah, 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 but so I don't know.
0: I mean, I mean it, it really comes down to ascribing to kind of like two different things like yeah. Like it's obvious that rails and I mean github still essentially in the, the blog post basically calls this out is we render uh, HTML on the server and we send it down the pipe and we enhance it using JavaScript. And yeah. so if that's your jam, then like you like Turbolinks or you like PJAX, you know, sure. uh, and so on. Like to do that sort like of stuff. Like how and,
1: fast can we make this? Yeah, but like <laughs> we
0: don't want to render the view using JavaScript. Right. You know, we, we want to enhance the view. And, and so.
1: It, yeah. That's, yeah I, that's I feel like still that's still the a big difference, you yeah. know.
0: Well, I agree. And like, I I mean, I haven't had a ton of experience writing production grade JavaScript apps, but like it was always weird to me to sort of like pull in a lot of the view rendering and state management into the JavaScript side where like if you're doing any rendering on the server side. You know, like if you're like totally right, for, forgoing rendering on the server side, and you were just like passing down a dumb package, and that package loads in the browser, and then you know, like HTML, CSS, JavaScript, etc., and then the JavaScript's like, all right, let's go do some smart stuff and calls yeah. a bunch of APIs, and then yeah, it's yeah. like it becomes a little bit more amenable to me. But like right. most of the apps that I've ever worked on, enhance using JavaScript, and it's not driven using JavaScript. And this is even true using GraphQL, right? Yeah, well, like we be, still do server side with that too.
1: Yeah, and the, and the weird, problem but. you run into there is like. There's uh, nowadays, I think people want to do so much in JavaScript that it's almost like if you're going to do that, you might as well do it all in JavaScript. Right. Yeah. This answers that, you know, problem of, OK, we still want to mainly use <laughs> server side rendering HTML rails. And this is the Ruby on Rails podcast. So hopefully <laughs> people get on. Board Have you with bought this. some rails today? <laughs> is there is that a new cryptocurrency?
0: Yeah, the rails, rail coin.
1: Rails coin? Rail coin?
0: Yeah, you just take a quarter and <laughs> stick it on a train track. And then once the train comes, you got a rail coin.
1: It derails, it crashes, everyone loses. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you get a rail St- coin, Brian. Oh, stick, stick, okay. to, stick to oh, the joke. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, I see. <laughs> so fun. yeah, I
0: mean, it looks it looks interesting. And I mean, like you, DHH was retweeting a bunch of tweets about mm. everyone that loves it and so on and so forth. I'll be curious to see kind of like how it gets picked up. Um, I, I haven't talked to well, any. Well, the are folks they at using GitHub it at, at it.
1: base camp, Base camp.
0: Yeah, I mean everything that comes out of Rails it starts at base camp. That sure. Not I, that's not fair. Not everything, right? A lot. There's a lot of contributors <laughs> and maintainers and so on. But like, if DHH is uh, is uh, you know talking about it, it was in base camp at one point. Sure. And so. so
1: this was like they boiled it down. Like what probably? So my assumption is that what happened, and I they might they it might even cover it in their like history, but they were. Just coming up with some standards, and then actually decided to write a, a spec.
0: Form. Yeah, I think <laughs> I can't. I can't remember which article it was in, but essentially he said like he kind of went back through. They were using a bunch of jQuery, a bunch of vanilla JavaScript, etc. And he went mm-hmm. through and like looked through all of the patterns that they were using, and, and tried to like sort of come up with stimulus as uh you know. At, as, like, a pattern, as or as an abstraction, you know, and then they ended sure. up making it into this library. I think the really interesting thing is, like, it, the, you know, he's very clear that, like, it's not stimulus or bust. Like, like they still use, like, com, like a React component for a certain particular thing or, like, yeah. a more complex library for their text processor and, like, so on and so forth, you know? And so, at least with that, like, I really appreciate that. Like, most of my arguments, like, either literally or figuratively on the Internet's, uh, you know, are where people are like, we can only pick one, you know, everything we do, we can only pick yeah. one thing, you know, it's rails or PHP. No, it, it can be both, you know, same thing with JavaScript libraries, same thing with API formats and so on and so forth. I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm just over the, like, you know, Israel's dead. It's like, that is so uninteresting to me. Yeah. Is stimulus the best way to do that? Does not matter. It's, you know, it's all about what you're trying to do and what you value, And what your like customers and product value uh, more than anything else. You know, I
1: definitely see this appealing to a lot of like folks who are writing HTML, right, or like working in like ERB or like in the typical like Rails view. This is really exciting to me. Yeah, if
0: you're doing like mainly or almost all server side rendering, you know, with the exception of particular components on your pages, like this seems great. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, But you know, time will tell.
1: Time will tell. I'm going to try um, this out. I'll get back to you.
0: Yeah, I want to hear all about it.
1: <laughs> I'll be commu- like well, <laughs> I downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I did
0: Rails Rails new and, and then everything nothing. everything broke.
1: <laughs> okay, so 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 you mentioned uh, Rails 5.1 and they're the big news in that was that they're being nicer to JavaScript. <laughs> Which is kind wait, of... Wait, what? <laughs> what? I
0: don't... You, no, I didn't read this. Wait, really? I, yeah, I was focusing on the Rails 5.2 stuff. So what, what do you mean being nicer to JavaScript? Oh. Like Webpacker stuff and whatnot? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, this okay. is like kind of old news, right? It's from like last April or something like that.
0: <laughs> As someone who is uh, still on, I don't know, let's see, <laughs> 3 something. Yeah. Uh, who, you? Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, the the employer.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter though. Actually, I read an interesting thing that was like... Uh, this was uh back the 2017 they did a survey on scout so have you have you used like scout app
0: no oh, the on. the like apm the application monitoring yeah, thing yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. so they do uh every year it seems they do like a state of the rails like industry the state
0: of the rails union is strong (laughs) this is
1: like weirdly timely (laughs) and actually now that i think about it this is probably because they released it like the day after the state of the union (laughs) Hmm. anyways but in 2017 like there were still i mean this was a year ago but like the majority of apps were on you know 4.2 which is like a major still a major version behind sure so you're doing okay <laughs> uh, no but not but
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of very talented smart people trying to bring us into the future uh, and bless them for all their hard work but I think that I think that if you were to look at like if you ever if you've ever looked at like an iOS upgrade chart you know I would imagine rails is more like an Android upgrade chart <laughs>
1: <laughs> well because it's so like easily extensible you mean that they people can just like kind of Hack their own pieces onto it and then.
0: Um, I think it's more just that, like, major points are usually painful. And if you're running, like, it's it's almost like a a testament to Rails, where it's like, you know, if you're happy with how your thing's going, like, why upgrade? You know, like. Right. You're not going to put a new
1: engine in your car.
0: Right. Right. You just don't need it. Like, and obviously for security reasons and so on and so forth, or if you're building something that's highly iterative over and over, but like. Mm You know, we we we've worked on tons of applications that you like. You build it and then you just like set it free. (laughs) It's a free range (laughs) Rails application. Uh,
1: (laughs) We'll see you in ten years. (laughs) You know, and the client's
0: happy and they're doing their thing. Sure, you know you keep it security updated, but that's like the extent of it because what is it? You know, they just or they'll call you and they have like a small iterative thing that they want improved. It's not a. You know, it's hard. It's hard for me to convince most clients that aren't actively uh, upgrading their stuff, like in the past, to be like, right. "Well, you're on Rails three too, You should really go to four. It's going to take 6, this 000. many hours to to do it." <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, for um, sure. And so I think that I think that you know now, like I feel, I find the point releases. So that yeah, that was a really great conversation, Brian. Thank you for every all the smart things you just said. I blacked Uh, out. (laughs) Completely unrelated to that moment in time, I want to tell you: do not buy a Touch Bar Mac because they will crash whenever. They're not one of our sponsors this week. No, no, and if they are, I don't want their money to be honest because (laughs) they will crash in the middle of the worst time, including while you're recording podcasts. (laughs) These Touch Bar Macs stink. They are smelly.
1: Uh, i don't even so, know what we were talking about so uh
0: rails is great happy new check year check out rails five one five two. 52 two hints check them out you got them you want them puma got them
1: stimulus js stimulus what else did we talk about yeah you know, i was going back to old episodes we talked about you talked you guys talked about hamilton a lot
0: yeah well nobody but sean devine likes hamilton as much as my wife
1: no no no, not even you and Sean. Look,
0: oh well, yes, that is true. Me and Britt talked you about and Joel, it. Joel, you and Britt.
1: You and Britt again.
0: Did you did you you don't you don't you've never seen Hamilton, have you?
1: Uh no, I have not. But I do I have seen the one song with the king with uh, King uh, George <laughs> that cracks me up, so. Which is completely different than the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I I love that. <laughs> it's like it's like saying like it, hey, <laughs> Hey, okay, have you seen Have you seen Blacklist? Um, <laughs> I have seen a commercial that was on during Blacklist. Does that count? <laughs> yes, definitely counts.
1: I mean, it's part of the show. It's obviously a humoristic foil <laughs> during the middle of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, was, was there a follow up to that? No, I haven't seen Hamilton.
0: It's disappointing. I think this might be your last time on the
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the club? That's the you That's, have to. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Moana, which was written by the same <laughs> yeah. music. The uh, yeah, same I feel
0: like at the I feel like the number of times that you and I have seen Moana, I think we're past seeing. Moana. Oh, you know,
1: actually, this is I mean, not not really applicable to podcast, but you might appreciate this. My daughter now finds Moana to be boring, so we don't watch it anymore.
0: What has she replaced it with?
1: Um, good <laughs> question. Oh, you know what? You know what she does is she likes um, she likes texting emojis to my wife. Ah, from my phone, yes, and Cooper this morning she dropped me. this one on me. She was scrolling through the emoji list, and she goes, "She's five, by the way, for those that don't know." And she goes, "Oh, Dad, look, it's the poop emoji." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "How? What do you?" I said, "How did? What did you hear that from?" And some, I don't know, someone at school. We don't use that poop emoji at our house. Grumble, grumble, grumble. But
0: grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, kids, kids these days
1: with their tech, with their technology. Don't uh, yeah. use
0: rails. It's dead. That's all. It's all I know. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming back. We will be back sooner than you have previously experienced. <laughs> this is I as mean, good the bar is pretty low. As good as it's gonna get, we're back. Uh, we're back. I'm excited to have Brian back on. We'll have Joel and Britt back on soon. Uh, we're gonna up the guest quotient. I think. Got a lot of got a lot of smart people's that uh, that wanna that wanna come on for some reason that is. Unclear to me. Yeah, uh, but I'm excited. So, uh, so uh, yeah, happy spring, I guess. Happy winter, depending on where you are in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um. But uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.